Hello and welcome back to the Happy People Podcast, episode 16. We've been away for a few weeks. It's just been a really busy time at school. Exams, extracurricular clubs, competitions, some tournaments, loads of teacher assessed grades to be collated. So we made a decision to have a little break. However, we are back. And well, on this occasion, I'm back. Uh, Miss Clark is still really, really busy. So we decided that I'd be the one to sit down with our guests this week on our return to the pod. It's something different. I've managed to get two of my former year 11 students in who've just left to have a lovely trip down memory lane from their past five years at Barnwell to get their point of view of some of the recent current affairs, including mental health, their views about the past year of a lockdown. So it's a really good insight into a student's view rather than an adult's view. So this episode will definitely appeal to our younger audience. During the podcast, if you can spot a little mistake of a certain word, I do apologise. And so if you do manage to spot it, please let me know. I'll give you a little shout out on that next episode. Also, um, up to the end of term, which is around four weeks left, our episodes are only going to feature students. So if you do want to take part and join us on the Happy People podcast, please get in touch with either myself, Mr. Goodman, or Miss Clark. You can either email us or find us somewhere in the school and we'll just see what we can do to get you on. I hope you enjoyed this episode. It was really good to sit down with them um, outside of the classroom. I've still managed to get in a little friendly challenge between the two of them, which was really fun to challenge them with. So sit back, go for a walk or do whatever you do whilst you listen to the podcast and enjoy my conversation with Mark and Kyle. It's not the normal studio, as it would be, but nonetheless, it is the Happy People podcast. It's been a while for us. I've not been doing it for a while. Um... I do apologise in advance, Miss Clark isn't available today, so you are stuck with me. But um, lovely to have you on the podcast. So I've got Kyle and Mark with us today, um, who technically I would like to say to you that you've left, but you're not because you're coming back to sixth form, correct? Um, The burning question with you, and I've asked you this plenty of times though, um, are are we seeing you next year or is that it? Are you you moving on? I'm thinking of... I'm oh, he's still under something. <laughs> yeah, no. I feel like this is like a contract renewal I, yeah. for an out-of-contract footballer and we're trying to convince him to stay, but he's still getting contract offers elsewhere and he doesn't know where he's going to go. Sort of, yeah. I'm just thinking about like the open days. I want to see yeah. both. Because I like it here. Like I love it here. But maybe if something different is what pushes yeah. me forward. Then... And you've got to go for... So when I went to university, it wasn't... I went to Preston. It was the University of Central Lancashire and no one goes to, to Preston. No one really... You don't select, unfortunately, to go live there. But it was the course and the facilities that sold it for me. And I knew instantly that's where I wanted to go. So I fully understand with that. Yeah. Um, but this is, I wanted to treat this podcast more about reminiscent. Okay, <laughs> So obviously five solid years at Barnwell... Question, were you, do you go to primary school together? Do you know each no, other primary? No, no, we met in year seven. Met in yeah. year seven. So let's go all the way back five years ago. So it'll be five years. Did you do the transition day year six into year seven? Yeah. yeah. So nearly five years ago to sort of the timing, really, because yeah. it would be happening in the next couple of weeks. Um, were you two friends from the very start? I mean, we kind of met because we were both like in a class together. We kind of met in the class and I suppose... As we're talking to different people and as the teachers move down to different seating plans and all that, mm-hmm. we kind of met and gelled over sport and all that. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, kind of just in the same class a lot. 
Mark, yeah. Mark was blessed to be in the same class as me. <laughs> I wouldn't say blessed, but yeah. So he kind of met me that way, I'd say. So the first, so what is your earliest memory then of Barnwell? What stands out for you when year six coming into year seven, or was it start of year seven? What was it that you have fond memories of? I think I remember the actually coming on that open day. I remember being sat around with a few people that I'm friends with now, yeah. and I think we we're doing rounders or something like that. And that was quite fun because we got to meet a lot of people that way. I enjoyed that. Yeah, that's, I was going to say the same thing. That first memory of sitting around people I already knew and then going into an inter-college uh, rounders game for house points, which got us all really excited back then. But yeah, yeah. Were they house points then or the college points? College points. Oh, no, but, credits. Oh, yeah, yeah. It credits. credits. It was like hundreds for the winner. So right. everyone was really motivated. Who took, those, uh, who took that? Rounders, it was definitely Hoy. Definitely Hoy. Yeah, yeah, usually. Anyway. Which teacher was doing the rounders game? Mr. Patching or Mr. Hardyman. Okay. Yeah, I think it was Mr. Patching. For you? Okay. Yeah. And what about, so away from sort of PE, year seven, what was that like for you guys? Because obviously, step up from year six into year seven is big. The primary, you obviously, same class, same students. Mm. Yeah, you might have different classes in the year group. To coming into year seven, moving around the school, do you have any memories of what that was like? Because obviously, I know you're now over six foot and you're <laughs> relatively tall. You weren't in year seven. Yeah. Was that daunting for you? Was it? What was that experience like? Uh, it was a bit scary at first trying to move around the school because mm. you know you get lost and then you you kind of like oh well I'm stuck I can't go anywhere I know what to do but then as you like got along you'd find your way and all that but yeah you're kind of just stuck in a group of year sevens really and it would be like 20 of you who are all late to one class it was all right in that sense but yeah yeah there was always one person with a map and they were like the leader <laughs> yeah. i kind of just follow them and hope who was that do you remember um, who that might have been it was different people i remember ryan he used yeah. to do it quite a lot um he was the main person kind of knew what he was doing so okay yeah Interesting. Him. um obviously seven eight and nine Obviously, middle, then over to upper. But just general memories of middle? Is there anything that stands out? I've got one I'm going to share with you about you that stands out in my mind. But um, what memories have you got that sort of are gonna, you're going to keep forever, do you think? I think the first, or the one that jumps to mind was probably year nine when I started hanging around with Kyle and all those, okay. uh, the sporty people a lot more. And we were just playing almost tennis by throwing a ball at a wall and catching it and throwing Rally. a ball at great game it yeah. was, it been played through the years I played that in year three and year four it's it, it's a great game to play yeah <laughs> yeah I think I remember in year seven um, I remember Joe Minolte he got a detention and he started crying and he, the teacher <laughs> in year seven because first right and the teacher took pity on him and he was celebrating after she turned around and he was celebrating and they made the class laugh that was that was good that yeah. So someone else is down for yeah, 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 yeah. But he was quite pleased with it. He got out of a detention. Um, obviously within PE, this is a we do focus around sport and PE. What are your memories of PE within the school? Um, I generally played football for the team. That was yeah. good. I scored one goal against John Henry B team. So year seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. I know we didn't play sort of ten, eleven. Yeah. So for all the games that you played. One goal. One, oh, I am a defender. That's I, easy to remember. Yeah. yeah I play, usually play centre-back. For some reason, <laughs> I went right wing. Yeah. Scuffed my shot on my left. It came off the post. I remember Christian <laughs> running onto the pitch. 
That was good, that. I like that. That sticks out. And general sport, because you, you're more year nine that started to come into things a little yeah, bit Yeah, I, I think year nine was the year I really wanted to thrust myself into more. So I think I had one run out for the school football team because I hadn't tried out for it any other times. But then we also did basketball and cricket. I think that was... Those were the years where we went undefeated in basketball. I think yeah. we went undefeated in the cricket season yeah, we did, as well, yeah. yeah. So why was it year nine that changed it for you? Because if we've got, obviously we want to get year sevens really into sport. And it's been tricky this year um, and year eights as well. Why was it year nine for you? I suppose a bit of a self-confidence issue. I kind of wanted to thrust myself out there and just give everything a go. And then it was also... Um, you know, trying new things, playing different sports, being able to, you know, say I've done those things. It was just the fun mm. aspect for me. And for you in year seven, because you started yeah. playing in year seven, so what got you? Were you always sporty or was uh, it? It's just been football, really. I've been kind of branching out to more sports now, but yeah. it was always football and I just moved from goalkeeper to centre-back in my Sunday team. Mm-hmm. So I kind of wanted to do that in Barmore football. I managed to or apply in that way. Yeah. Because it's one of those things that we try and check. Obviously, I, I wasn't here when you were in year seven. I was here when you were in year eight. But the way that we now teach within PE is sort of getting everyone to try different sports as early as possible so that then they can progress over the years. Obviously, for you in year nine, even when you were in seven and eight, I'm sure knowing, knowing you that you still yeah. gave everything in within your PE lessons. I'm going to make an assumption here was height sort of thing. You start, you, you had a good uh, growth spurt year eight into year nine and felt a bit more confident or was that not the case? To be fair, I've always been quite tall. Yeah. So I don't know, really, it was just going for it. Yeah. yeah. Is it peer, would you say peer pressure is a big thing within sport? Uh, in can, school? It can be, especially when you see your friends. It's like a basketball. My friends used to like basketball yeah. and I'm not a massive fan of it. So that was kind of... It was hard to not go, so I'd go training sometimes, mm-hmm. but I just didn't enjoy it at all. So. It's an, it is an interesting with the sort of the barriers that stop students from going into those sports and whether it is peer pressure, is it too much pressure from teachers, is it too much pressure from parents? Um, and also we do encourage that out-of-school activity. Like you said you played football. Yeah. When you started playing football outside of school, was that also in year nine as well? Uh, no, I, I played football, I think it was year five. I started. Okay. So I, I started quite late relatively in terms of people who already started it, but I've always had football. Yeah. I suppose it was just branching out to those different sports, as Carl said. As you get older, you kind of mm-hmm. want to try all these new things. and yeah. So how, obviously you've just brought your squash rackets because you're both going to play squash after this. Yeah. What um, other sports then have you, you said you've opened yourself up, it was mainly football. What other sports now do you sort of confidently go, I can play that and I enjoy that? It's more like the racket sport. So you've got badminton and squash. They're kind of yeah. my favourite because at the gym you get them for free. Yeah. So it's good to give them a try and I've played a lot. Those now you've mentioned the gym and I know that within our BTEC class as well that we had students going to the gym. When did you join the leisure centre? Uh, I haven't. It's all you at the moment. So, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Literally like two weeks ago. Oh, right. So it's year yeah, 11. Because some have yeah. gone prior. Yeah. Do you have to be a certain age? No, but it was like um, the timings. When you're from year 9 to year 11, you can only go in the afternoon. Okay. I don't like that. Yeah. I prefer to go in the morning. So right. I kind of waited on so that. But that was now because obviously you've got the time yeah. to be as able as to, you, to do that. Yeah, as soon as you, you okay. leave year 11, you've got okay. that. So my memory 
view, just to sort of go sporting memory, was, and I can't remember if it was year eight or year nine, and I'm pretty sure we were playing dodgeball, and you'd gone for a ball, and you ended up sliding, it might have been one of the football, indoor football games, and you slid, but continued to slide in the middle gym, and you connected with the wall. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, and I'm going to say we remember it because yeah. most likely you were concussed and I'm pretty sure you were you were off for a few days from oh. it but that's my earliest memory of you yeah. which I shouldn't be laughing at I did a first aid course yesterday yeah. as well so concussion is nothing to be uh, laughing about but um, what I liked about you and your resilience that could put a lot of people off with a lot of things moving forward but a few days later you're back in and you cracked on again Yeah. so what would you say to sort of students coming through that when you do get these injuries or you sort of are reserved to not be like that and to bounce back um i don't know it's just like so i had one day off and then i kind of just went i'm i'm bored of this i want to go again i played sunday football it was our first loss of the season i remember it was not a good game for me but <laughs> at least i gave it a go because otherwise it would have been a man short but i just say I didn't enjoy just doing nothing. Mm-hmm. I like doing something. So just trying to do, trying to get up and yeah. go again really helps. Yeah, I, I, I'd say something similar. Just push on, push yourself. Because I remember when I uh, did my leg, it was just that having not played sports for so long yeah. and being bored out of my mind, it was going back to it and actually really enjoying it and mm-hmm. having tons of fun playing these sports again. And I'd just say, do it for you. Yeah. Because, yeah. And see, seeing other people enjoy it and you're sat out not doing it and we do get students who sort of maybe are out a little bit longer than they want to be because it, it's sort of they're not enjoying it or they're just using it as a, as a maybe a way to get out of lessons but it's sort of for me and I think you've backed up on there is that you enjoy it and you want to get back as soon as you can so it's having that resilience and having that mindset of going yeah I've hurt myself but the first opportunity I, I want to get back and talking about sort of Christian Eriksen from the weekend um, Denmark that's going to be very hard for him yeah. 29 years old professional footballer cardiac arrest still don't know the reason behind it will he be able to play again is a big question and that mindset really if you like for you guys you've got that ingrained into you from such a young age and I'm sure he's probably got something similar it's going to be very difficult yeah I, I don't know I watched it as it happened, mm. and it is scary to watch it because you see him fall mm. as the ball's like passed towards him, and it you just don't expect to see that. Yeah, it is very, you're just surprising. You don't expect it because mm. they're such high level athletes. You think they're fine, but it's not always to do with just them. And I hope that's going to be a really good message moving forward within sport. Is that life's really too short. You yeah. genuinely, within a second, don't know what's going to happen. If that can happen to someone of so high profile, fit tested regularly for medical conditions and they've got their moves into medicals etc that it can happen split second yeah it's too short you just got to enjoy life and enjoy these opportunities and experiences that we've got given to us yeah because i guess what you said it can all end in a split second you really do just have to go for Mm. everything i think that's the problem with like I suppose professionals almost, they're doing too much. And it raises a good point, like enjoy it, but don't push yourself so hard to the point where you're breaking your own body yeah. or hurting yourself just for a sport. Yeah. Because doing it for fun is very different from doing it competitively. Completely agree. Yeah. yeah. 
one of the things that has come up now, and I did my I did a first aid course I said yesterday, and they said the company that ran that first aid course they've been inundated with defibrillator training because that's what obviously can be used for in a cardiac arrest. Now it's not something that we've ever you guys have done as far as I know, but it's maybe an option for future students, and I think we are starting to look at something within it. If first aid, basic first aid, was taught to you. Do you see the benefits of that? Would you be interested in that if you were yeah, in year definitely. seven, eight, or nine, or going ten, eleven? I think you have to because yeah. you can save somebody's life yeah. just by not a little bit of training. But it's not the hardest training in the world. If you pay attention, it's it's mm. not going to take a year. Have you ever done anything first aid? Uh, I think we did something in year six, but I missed it. And I remember it, it's so important to have because if someone's not there, if a teacher for some reason has left the room and something happens. You can, in a split second, give them, yeah, give the injured person something life-saving in a way. And it can really make a difference yeah. at the end of the day. I'm not saying that you're going to cure someone, yeah. but you're the, the first responder to ensure that they are alive and yeah. they are hopefully promoting recovery in order for someone professional then to take it. Um, so if you were given the opportunity year 7, 8, 9 or whichever year group, you would absolutely yeah, yeah. take it. Um, so... Obviously, one thing I want to pick on over the past sort of 18 months, and obviously you've been in my BTEC lessons, lockdown. You've, your year group have really hit, been hit hard. Mm. A lot of year 10 and quite majority of year 11. First question I've got for you both is, how have you found it? How have you found the past sort of 18 months? I mean, with lo- well, with going into lockdown and everything, it was kind of like you have nothing to do. It was all of a sudden everything stopped. Sports, school, your daily routine is just frozen. And then we had online school. And um, it was basically the contrast between work and home life was just shattered completely. So you'd end up working from eight till say, I, I did some days till eight, eight to eight. And it was almost too long, but I'm in a way I'm glad I kind of kept going and did that because my grades have benefited it. I've seen it in uh, some of my mocks. So, yeah, it was all about yeah longevity and mm. keeping it going because at some point there is going to be an end. And so even though it was difficult and challenging, you feel the benefits definitely, in some way yeah. from it. It's not easy. But that tends to happen quite a lot, is that the hardest things in life tend to be the ones that you learn the most lessons from. Yeah. At the time, you don't appreciate it. At the time, you're going, this is really hard, I don't want to do. But when you come out the other end, you then look back and reflect and actually go, you know what, it was all worth it. Yeah. And I'm sure you'll have more of those years to come with regarding to assignments. If you've got aspirations of going to university, or you'll have that experience as well. How about yourself, Carl? Um, it, it was odd. I, I, looking back, I should have done better, if that makes sense. Because I was getting up at 12 working from bed on my phone, kind of doing my work there, yeah. and then getting up about three. And I don't think that was good for me. Like, it, it kind of worked with the work. Like, I was getting it done, yeah. but I didn't enjoy it. It was kind of just doing it because I have to. And do you feel that your... Obviously, I don't know your grades, but do you think that if you your grades, potentially your work has um, been impacted because of it? Yeah, I wouldn't say a lot, but I would say if, if Corona didn't exist, I would be getting high yeah. grades. So the routine and the consistency aspects of school is something that obviously yeah. benefits you on it. Um, what do you think, do you, you feel that your year group, because one of the big questions that's out in the media and is discussed a lot is the impact in the future. 
do you think there will be that impact in the future based on the past 18 months? Uh, I think a bit ye- like yes and no. There are some aspects where people didn't do much and they couldn't do much because there's no motivational aspect and you're sat in front of a screen so it's not all going in. So there are some things that we probably haven't learned as much as we should have in a classroom that some you know, year nines, year tens will know way better than us. But at the same time, sometimes it will be yes because some people are motivated by that, having nothing mm. to do and having a screen so they want to push themselves and they've probably, I know people who have looked at A-level physics and things that are further on in their spare time just to push themselves further. Because so, it's been open to them, because obviously yeah. you don't sit with a laptop in lessons, Yeah. but you've had that access to a home that they've actually gone further. Yeah, it's almost, in school you have a set routine and you have set times for lessons, whereas here, if you complete the work, or if you're at home and you complete the work, you're done. So, you know, some yeah. people have taken it into their own hands and gone, I have more time, I'm going to look at this, or yeah. I'm going to get ahead of the class. And that's the, that's the, the mindset of utilising and taking advantage of the situation positively taking advantage of the situation that you found yourselves in how about yourself um do you think there'll be future that's on yourself do you think there'll be future impact for you into sixth uh, form not particularly no because sports was one of the lessons i found that i could do quite well in lockdown that was kind of the the one maybe a couple others that kind of thought well i I was all right because i was still ahead of the game Mm -hmm. but so for me personally, no, because the things... I've That's because you're going on to do, yeah. Yeah, whereas other people possibly, because I don't know what everyone's taking, but if you're taking a range of things, you might not be on top of all of those. Yeah. And rather than just focusing on sort of subject knowledge and work, the mental health aspect, do you think there's going to be future impact for your year groups? Possibly. Going forward? Yeah, well, I mean, you'd think so. You know, you've been locked away almost by yourself for a long time. People people felt lonely this entire time. Did you notice a difference just from coming back in March-April time with certain friends? Yeah, 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 I was speaking to a lot more people than I would. I would okay. be, there was a select few people I'd speak to when I'm playing PlayStation or anything yeah. like that. But beyond that, not I didn't speak to a lot of people. It was more when I came back. Right. And I was speaking to people more. Which is socially, that develop, social development, that's, yeah. a, that's a big hit. And you can imagine that you said, so just you, you got maybe 10, 15 people that you speak to, you've gone into lockdown, you only speak to three or four people, you come back, and if you only speak to those three or four people, and that's it, you, your social development has been hit there. And some people might find that quite difficult yeah. to come out. I remember the first time we were able to go back in school was like summer year 10 everyone was social distancing yeah and you wouldn't talk much because of the masks and yeah. everything that's going on around you so it definitely impacted some people because they you know they almost didn't know how to socialize it was very strange in a way and have you obviously not naming people have you seen changes in your close friends based on the past 18 months i Personally, can't say I have, but okay. that doesn't mean this it's not, not there. there. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'd be the same with Carl. Personally, from what I see with them, mm. I haven't seen any changes, but there's so much going on behind what you see every day, and you can't, you know, look behind that kind of mask that they put on mm. to talk to people every day and, you know, see what they're struggling with. So it's been very interesting to see how people responded yeah. to it. Um and it's one of those questions we actually don't know really what the full impact is going to be now. And you're saying um, 
you're confident in sport, which which you are, I get that, but there's obviously content that we've missed. Yeah. Yeah. And when that comes into sixth form, that might be something where you're actually going now, and this could be for any subject really, you go, this is where it's now impacting me. Yeah. So at the moment, you're not feeling like it's impacting you, but there might be times coming up potentially in the future where you go, this is actually impacting yeah. me, or friends might turn around and go, I'm now really struggling. Because um, it is really hard, and I remember watching something recently um, with Roman Kemp, the um, he's a presenter at Capital, and his best friend, unfortunately, um, took his own life. And he's saying, asking the question, are you okay? Are you okay? No, are yeah. you okay? Asking it twice. twice yeah. I think Ollie Murs actually was one who advocated that as well. And it's it'd be interesting to have you done that with your friends? I mean, I suppose when it came out, I remember I did try it a little bit. So it'd be, I'd be talking to friends and I'd be like, are you all right? And then they'd be like, yeah, or I'm okay. And I'm like, really? Are you sure? Is there anything I can help with? But yeah, it's so important to just make sure. Yeah. Um, I can't say I have, but it's something you, everyone should do, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. be conscious of it, isn't it? But yeah. it depends. In your age, it's hard to feel that you open up because obviously you've got lots of stigmas, lots of stereotypes, yeah. and people don't want to open up. And um, it's a very challenging thing to be able to do but it's a great skill to have if you've got the opportunity to open up but the more you do it the more you break down those stereotypes especially with mental health within, yeah. within boys and yeah. males um that people and again if it makes that one difference what well, one person's difference yeah. and i was playing football yesterday and we know someone who who struggles a little bit and a friend said look i would rather you tell me about your boring week than you not being around to tell me at all yeah and that's a love, and it is, yeah. as blunt as it was, it made the other person think. Mm. So it's just everything thinking moving forward that you might not have that impact, as you said, and you might not notice it, but you know it is around. Yeah. That when it does come up, that you've got the tools and the strategies to be able to sort of support. Yeah. I mean, you bring up a good point about men's mental health because there's always a stigma with you know, young boys and men uh, growing up, and you have to be you know, the strong, you mm. have to be you know, kind of inwards, you can't really let it out to anybody because then some people might view it as weak, some people might point names and laugh, but it is important to speak up about, you know, your own mental health. Mm. And if you're struggling, you need to get support from friends because sometimes I'd even do it. I'd go to friends, yeah, no, I'm not doing okay. And they'd be like, well, you know, I can help you with this. And they'll tell me, you know, I'm also struggling. It's if it was like schoolwork, but I'm also behind. Don't worry, just calm it down. And I'd be like, yeah. Okay, so it is important that you get that support from everyone. Great. Yeah, I think... Every, well, I'd say everybody's mental health to a degree. Because everybody's... Not everybody's happy or... They they don't know how to express themselves. They don't know how to tell others. Mm-hmm. So just by telling people it's okay to share it, then I feel like more people will open up yeah. and you'll see some good... Uh, and that's it. If your, your generation can get that. Yeah. then that's moving in the right direction yeah. at the end of the day Definitely. that was a heavy bit yeah. but it is good. But thank you very much because it's obviously we have our opinions teachers and young adults and obviously older adults but this is why this I think this podcast is going to be really key is that from you're, you're the front line essentially for students yeah. and we do get year 7, 8, 9 we've got loads of different year groups listening and I think it's going to be so important to hear it from you that it, again it makes one difference then that's yeah. you've job done um, going back to school memories wise and there's no pressure on this sort of question um, favourite teachers 
oh, favourite teacher, oh, reasons being. It's going to sound really sappy, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I mean, I have. You're both, uh, you're both looking at me saying it would be you, but obviously you're not going <laughs> to say that, and that's perfectly fine. And don't worry, I got your thank you messages. That's not a problem. So you don't have to feel obliged to say me, even though I know it would be. But obviously, loads of year seven through to year eleven, yeah. teachers come and teachers go. Yeah. But any ones that stick out for you? Um, probably Miss Jones because we've had her since year seven. Drama Miss Jones. Drama Miss yeah. Jones. From year seven, it was always we'd have Miss Jones and the the drama lessons aren't typical lessons. Obviously, there's learning and there's terminology that you need to learn as you go higher up. But it's just that having a bit of fun and you know messing around with the teachers, especially any teacher that uh, treated us like adults as we got yeah. older, like you. You gave us so much freedom with our work. And you just said, as long as you're doing it and you're doing it to a high standard, you have no problem with it. And that's the best thing when you start giving us that freedom to grow and develop in our own ways. Those are the teachers who I really felt I benefited from. Um, I quite like Miss Cope. She gave us food. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, no, she was, really? good. She was a very okay. good teacher, to be fair. Um, <laughs> English is something I've struggled with. So the with. way to Carl's heart is yeah, through his mouth. His, right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, she has taught me well in English, because I'm not the best at English, but I found it a lot easier this year, because I've had her. But, yeah, she's been one of my favourite teachers. Favourite subjects? I'd just say sport. Yeah, sport, drama, history. Yeah, there's a reason I'm taking sport further. Just, yeah, sure. yeah, it's important to just do what you enjoy. Yeah, you really like history. So is Miss, you Miss, Miss Francis. Francis, yeah. She listens. Yeah. <laughs> the poor other part. <laughs> yeah, no, she, she's great. She yeah. is great. I remember one day I wasn't doing that great and she came up to me and she said, are you okay? I was just like, I'm a little bit stressed because of exams and all mm. that. It was really helpful and it yeah, brightened up my day a little bit. So, yeah. And if you could have any advice that you would give to a student whether it's year seven all the way through to coming into year 11 about making the most of school what one piece of advice do you think stands out to you that you've maybe benefited benefited from i'd say don't be scared because i remember the day before year seven i was very scared to try new things to meet Mm. new people all of that but it's not that bad you think, oh, it's big, scary. Not really. You grow, and then you'll have people younger than you the next year, and they'll be going through what you went through last year, so you'll be fine. Yeah, just try everything almost, because everything is so important. and You, you might find something you enjoy, and that's what I did with basketball and cricket and all these other sports that we now play. So, yeah, just give everything a go and try it to your hardest, because you might enjoy it. You won't know if you don't try it. Yeah. yeah that's what we always say. Right, well, thank you very much on that part. And obviously, as you know, as avid listeners, we normally do Challenge Clark, but Miss Clark isn't here. So we're going to get you to challenge each other. Now, this is going to be simply based on the school. So it's all regarding the school. Okay, Okay. so there's 10 questions. If I need to give you... There are a couple of hard ones. I sat down with Mr. Hardaway and Miss Field today in the office to make sure that um, certain questions were there. They were like, oh, that's going to be difficult. But I thought, yeah, well, I'm going to try (laughs) It's not a challenge if it's not going to actually challenge you. So, yeah. um, 10 questions. Um, you can give me your answers. Obviously, I'll go back and forth. So, um, <laughs> I don't have a coin on me. Who's older? Uh, Kyle's older. Kyle. Yeah. So, you can go first as the youngest. Yeah. Um, so, first question. So, think about your answer for this one. Um, is, how many science labs are there on Middle Campus? Oh, dear. <laughs> Jesus. There's, there's a lot, <laughs> to be fair. Well, it depends how you consider a lot, really. 
Uh, eight. You're going for eight? I kind of want to say seven. Seven? I feel like it's seven. Maybe. I don't know. I don't spend a lot of time Seven, eight, yeah. six. Ah. Oh, I was closer technically. Close. So I remember. Got lab one to six. Yeah, it goes round in the yeah. square, doesn't it? Okay, so nil-nil. Um, the MFL block. Okay, so where Miss Walsh is over... Uh, it's like a newer building, one floor. Yeah. Uh, how Wait. many classrooms are in there? This is now for you first to answer. There's four. Four? Yeah, there's four. Four? Good, one yeah. up. There is four. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just because... These are the easy yeah. questions. <laughs> they get harder. They get harder. They get harder. Right. <laughs> Number three. So if we're walking from middle to upper for PE, which we do sometimes use a facility yeah. from upper, and how many green gates will a teacher unlock to get over from middle to upper? How many green are gates? You, this is for three. you. Three. Three? Are you going into the leisure centre? No, we're just going okay. over just to get from the yeah. middle campus then, to upper campus. Three. Three. Yeah, three and three? three. Good. Yeah. yeah, it's two all. Yeah. We've got the one on middle. Yeah, but then we've got the joining link. Two, yeah. two, two yeah. there. Good. You would have said four because Because you know there's the there's another green one if you're going into the leisure centre. Yeah. That's what Miss Field had said as well. Um what colour are the dodgeballs that we use in PE? It's going to you. Pink? Yeah, pink. Straight in there. Good, yeah, yeah. pink. Yeah. Good. See, it's very easy ones as well. So uh, yeah. that's one, two, three all. Going to you, Mark. Uh, how many badminton courts are there in the leisure centre? Three. I think four. Maybe. It's four. Fair enough. It is yeah, four. Well done. Taking the lead. He's on four, three. Uh, question number six. Out of the following, who is the longest-serving PE teacher at Barnwell. You've got Mr Patching, Mrs Anderson, Mrs Elliot, or Mrs Johnson. I've done my research. Yeah, I'm so pretty sure it's Mrs Anderson. I'm going with Miss Anderson as well. So you listen to the podcast. Yeah, we right? do. <laughs> I've done my research. <laughs> yeah, five, yeah. five, four. Number seven. So this is probably the hardest question. So outside the PE office on Upper Campus, um, a PE teacher receives an item at the Key Stage 4 Sports Awards. Now, I know you've not attended the Key Stage 4 Sports Awards, but this item is on show outside the PE office. And it's given to the PE teacher who might have done something ridiculously funny or a mistake over the year. I want to know, and this is going to you first, what is that item? It's the wooden spoon. Is it a wooden spoon? It is the wooden yeah. spoon. Well done. See, then Mr. Hardman Miss Phil didn't think you'd get that one, so well uh, done. Yeah. I was like, no, I think they're conscientious about their surroundings. Yeah, I, see it. I remember looking in a trophy cabinet and seeing a wooden spoon. I was like, huh, yeah. what's that for? But, yeah. I got that because I hurt my knee. Oh. So it was really funny on a That's a bit mean. I know. <laughs> but that's what I got. Um, right, number eight. Um, this is going to you first, and this is perfect before it, so it's still one yeah. love for Kyle. Uh, which male, and you get two points for this, which male and female won the Year 9 Sports Personality of the Award in 2019. So your year, uh, last awards, 2019, who won, just the first names are fine. Going to go for Paris and maybe Oliver. Sorry. Oh, yeah, but... That's fine. <laughs> so Paris and Oliver. It, it was me, Mark, and oh. <laughs> I'm thinking probably Sophie, yeah. He's drawing. It that's, was him yeah, and it was true. Sophie, yeah. Uh, this is a tricky one, we'll see, because I think you attended, I'm not sure if you did, but this is going to you first. Yeah. Um, number nine, in its level, the many cricket, tor- cricket tournaments that we hold over the summer are called blank cricket. So there's a name that goes before the cricket for these tournaments. 
I don't know, four wicket crickets come into my mind, but I know no, it's not that. Right? It's called the Calypso crickets. Oh, um, I remember hearing about that. Calypso. Yeah. Right, well, the final one then, and I think it's going to be a draw on this, but I had to throw one in there. And this is going to you first. Okay. Which acronym is used to remember the physical components of fitness? <laughs> right. The, the, so for the listeners, this is something that we teach in BTEC, and they were both from I know both of them. So I'm just going to double check that they can remember the start of their year 10. Wait, which one? Physical components of fitness. I know the names, but it's a 50-50. <laughs> yeah, because it's either one or the other. I think he knows. You're going to have to get this one. Oh, uh, B-crap. I'm going to go with Bass FM. No! It is Bass FM. <laughs> Can you give us the, uh, oh. what have we got? So you've got body composition, aerobic endurance, muscular strength, um, muscular endurance, speed, and then... F. Uh, flexibility. Yeah, flexibility. flexibility. I'm afraid. Oh, you see, even the shaking of the hand there. Oh, they can't. Mark wins yeah. the challenge Woo! for Happy People Podcast by one, getting his acronym correct. So, um, look... Thank you very much for joining uh, me on the Happy People podcast. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you. Um, I'd love to get you guys back at some point in yeah. the near future yeah, as well, if we can, Definitely. if we've got more challenges. And I know Ms. Clark might have some questions to grill you with, but thank you for being open and honest and coming back to reminisce as well. Yeah. Uh, have a fantastic summer. See you in September, most likely. Yeah. Um, don't know about you, yeah. but obviously keep in touch. Um, we've had a discussion before, so... And enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy your squash. Maybe you can get back. Yeah, get, get me back. Yeah. Thank you. And there you have it. What a great conversation. I really, really had a good time um, chatting to those two uh, really lovely lads. Um, obviously, Kyle is staying on at sixth form, which is brilliant. We do hope that Mark stays with us. But it was a great conversation going into some really serious topics as well there. So hopefully you took something away from it. Um, like I said, right at the beginning of the podcast, we are looking for more students up until the end of term where we will have a break over the summer holidays and then hopefully bring it all back come september so if you do want to get involved in some way please get in touch with either myself or miss clark and yeah we want to get you guys on really and having a listen to what you have to say so please do get in touch and for the rest of you enjoy the sunshine if it is sunny when you're listening if not stay dry because it has been quite rainy at times hope you're enjoying watching the euros um, and looking forward to maybe the olympics and wimbledon which is coming up soon so enjoy stay safe and hopefully see you all soon